Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. me cuck lord 6000 <laughs> are we are we rolling yeah we're we're we're, oh, we're, okay. rolling, we're rolling cut that board. part out no no i'm keeping that oh, in no. cuck lord 6000 oh, no. this is how it should start <laughs> no no um we're um we're just those those old cucks that you know and love over <laughs> idiots discuss the universe that's us name of craig and spanny doing, doing what we do um we're gonna get into some fun this this episode oh yeah what do we got we got some we got some rapping grandpas oh, i've yeah. been threatened with that yeah. we might have to like look at that, that you're gonna like, you're gonna need to watch it because craig was saying that, that his rapping days are long past him and i want to show him that they're heard, just in heard, the future you heard my rapping i made that rapping track that was so bad i mean at least i did it you know i finished it you did it and it, it was wasn't bad. that bad it was pretty bad it was, it was. It wasn't dumb. great. It was dumb. And it was. Bad. It was dumb. Might have been dumb, a little dumb. dumb. It was dumb and bad. But you know, I think no, you at least you, I finished. Take it. a look at these guys. I think you'll see what no, I'm saying. It was an exercise in just trying to get something done. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, All right. Fine. Um, and then I've got like a thing that um, I have watched. I guess that I'm going to try to like, and it kind of clicked a lot of shit for me, as far as like what woke is. And this mm. is not like a judgment of what woke is, but like this guy went through. And talked about like the um, like the scholarly background of where all the thinking comes from, okay. and like I don't know if I'm gonna go through it super detailed today, but like I want to like kind of talk to you because it really like opened my mind. Like, oh, that's why they do the things that they do. That's right. why they. It seems um, it's like the postmodernist thing, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, and um, well, it's like the critical. It really comes out the of like lenses, that that, that critical thinking trots, Trotskyism and like uh, critical theory. Okay, you know, okay. Um, which is like an academic, actual academic school of thought. Yeah, um, that um, is just key is as it has expanded out of academics into the world at large, and you can see it in effect. Mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about it right now. First thing, if you want to, yeah. I mean, then we can do rapping grandpas after that. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds um, good but anyway, um, so I watched this. This like, um, I don't know. He's like kind of a troubled autistic kid on on the on, on the internet, aren't they all? I forget what his name is, but sure. he he goes through a lot of political stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm studying for the big um, the big test, so like I'm familiar familiarizing myself with a lot of like political theory on my downtime. It's not like official studying. It's just like how I relax lately oh wow you know? cool and he um he does a lot of stuff like what exactly is fascism what's the difference between fascism with a capital f and fascism with a sh- with a lower f you know it's really like just riveting stuff like that mm-hmm. but this one was really interesting and he's also like he's just a nice autistic kid like he's not out to like he's not got a a, a sword in the fire so to speak you know what i'm saying he's yeah. just trying to define terms for everyone because he really feels like in his computer oriented brain the terms are all that, mixed that, up that that's the problem with that's why everybody's not getting along right. is because nobody's arguing the correct definitions and explanations of everything yeah and he's fucking smart yeah you know what i'm saying so like you can see that like oh if everybody listened to him and we all argued the agreed terms like things would, right. may not work out but at least we would know what the hell we were saying and right. like it would be clear intellectually consistent so he's got a hell of a point okay right um, but in this one he's talking about like what woke what woke is where it came from and um not necessarily what the problems he doesn't ever come at it like well, these are the problems of the thing this is just what it is sort of deal yeah um and so woke comes from obviously you know like the 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 marx probably probably comes out of like marxism most likely okay you know um and marxism as a philosophy um is very much like 
pick and choose things out of it that suits their purposes, you know, as far as like a full, um, it's very much like the constitution or any sort, any sort of these other philosophies. They pick the, they pick the shiny, a genius comes up with something like, you know, they come up with Keynesian, Keynesian economics, right? Yeah. And then somebody that's not as smart, like reads Keynesian economics, enjoys it, you know, for what they can enjoy it for. And they pick out the shiny bits that make sense to them real clearly. Yeah. And they don't necessarily like tie everything else together, you know. And one of the shortcomings of like Marx's thing always was that there was no mechanism to transform the society that um existed into the one that was envisioned without like severe social upheaval right because like in order to get to a community owned property um outcome you're going to have to take away the things that people own and give them back to the people in the way that the government sees fit, right? right? And so you're going to alienate a large chunk of that population no matter what. Yeah. You know, even if like 80% of the population is for the thing, like that 20% is going to fight you tooth and nail. So it's in, it's inevitable, right? And this is something that Marx never encountered or or Ingalls never encountered in his in his lifetime because he was a philosopher, right? He wasn't in, trying to enact these things on a real-world level. You know, he wasn't even necessarily publishing a lot of this shit. He was just, like, sitting in his basement and writing, and Ingalls is the one that went through it and tried to put it all together into stuff that tried to make mm-hmm. some sort of sense. So he yeah. was not, like, an active po- political person, Marx, right? Yeah, he's just theorizing. Sure. Yeah. But the folks that, that, that grabbed a hold of that were active political folks, right? Mm-hmm. And they realized very quickly um, that there was going to have to be um, some severe and um, unavoidable social upheaval if you're going to switch a society from a capitalist or a monarchist or authoritarian or whatever it is to a communist uh, regime, right? So to deal with this, they had a thing called, like, I think it's called Trots- Trotskyism, which was one of the guys that helped Lenin do the Russian Revolution. Gotcha. Right? And the idea there was that we are people of morals and we know what is right and wrong and we are going towards this greater good, this communist utopia that we have envisioned, that just, which is the just right way of living your life, right? And okay. running a society. But to get there, we are going to have to do things that are not consistent with that final vision. And so the Trotskyism is the kind of thing the of greater like, good thing. right, you know, we have to sacrifice whatever this guy that used to own all this farmland, you know, we have to like take him to the gulag, right. you know, it's not fair. It's not like really how we would want to do it. If we were kind, if we're really, it's not how we want to do it as the people we are, but we're doing the thing that we need to do in order to achieve the end that we're going to hmm. get to. Can right? I ask you a question really quick? Sure. Okay, so do you think that's because of, like, their time frame scope that they had in mind? Because it's like, you know, you could theoretically try to go around and, like, convince the farmer that this is for the best. Sure. Right, and Mm -hmm. have him, like, and, like, really take the time to walk him through it. Right. Have him disagree, be like, okay, it's fine come back be like again so like here you know this is really it would really be for the greater good if you can really envision this future thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like take the time to do that Uh but they were like no we need to see results within our lifetimes to some degree you know and so we need to like take it because we can't wait around to like convince this guy that it's the right thing to do because he may he might disagree 
You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think they go by a lot of their. Um, they didn't give that a whole lot of weight at that time, you know, because like they had been under these like, you know, monarchy hadn't changed since whatever Sumeria. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That same sort of system just kept going and going and going and going forever. And the people that had their shit were not inclined to give it up. Yeah. Very, very readily, except through times of war when they were forced. So I think that, again, like they wanted they wanted results in their lifetime. That was a huge bit of it. Um, And I think um, to a certain extent, they did sort of adopt your thinking after World War Two in a way like the um, slow burn in other cultures to kind of develop that base of that the communist sort of Marxism slowly. Right. You know, it has done exactly what you talk about. You know, yeah. it's, it's seeped into like a lot of academics and a lot of institutions and a lot of entertainment. And, you know what I'm saying? It, it has slowly turned people into that, that side of thinking for sure. You know, and yeah. I think that's what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. in Russia at that time, that was not really like in the cards. Right. They, they, the, the the dice were rolled; it had rolled, and it was time time to get it get it done. You know, get her done. Yeah, you know, and um, but that was an unavoidable thing. And I think again, like almost any scenario you see, there is going to be some sort of like there's going to be some czar that has to be like taken care of, you know, mm-hmm. no matter how much of the population is on your side. Yeah. And hopefully 80, 90% of it is on your side and then everybody's just good with it. You know, right. that would be the ideal, but there's always going to be five, 10% that are not right at the very greatest scenario. That makes sense. Yeah. And this was, rec- this was recognized uh, later on in a lot of academic theory, mm. right? Um, especially like in the 60s and the early 70s, you know, and there's a guy that I can't think of what his name is, but he was like the first one to come out and start with this idea that on the left, he was a very, very, very leftist guy. And he comes out and his basically was like the Trotskyism in the sense that like, these people that we're fighting against are so immoral that we don't have to like everything's fair everything's fair right and that developed into over over in the next few years like the end in the 70s sometime you know like the beginning of critical race theory not critical race theory just critical theory and theory in like language studies or philosophy studies is just anything. There's like postmodern theory. There's uh, classical. You know, there's narrative. There's you know, like when I graduated from college, like that was one of the classes I had to do to go through all the different theories and analyze Hamlet through all those different mm-hmm. theories and you know all the deconstructionism, all the different shit, right? Totally. Um, and then and, and so critical critical theory was motivated through this idea of injustice and they also um their approach to the um, subject matter say they were going to whatever there was that they were going to be to criticize you know whatever they were talking about it didn't really even matter what that thing said anymore it was like a vehicle in order to communicate the political agenda behind the criticism right so it stopped being like the academic focus was powered by the political sentiment of the person doing the academic focus and that was the reason for doing it rather than an analysis of the thing itself i see right so like you come at a, a, a a book that may not like to kill a mockingbird is about race right mm-hmm but you could come at it with like, oh, I'm going to talk about the lesbian agenda in this book, yeah, you know, right. and like just make up whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, because you're using that thing to adge- uh, uh, to promote like the positive political message that you're promoting, right? Gotcha. And that started out with just like kind of um, a loosey-goosey sort of leftist 
cocktail of different things. You know what I'm saying? And then it was adapted through uh, into race in like the 80s, late 80s at some point. And that became critical race theory where you were doing the same thing, but it was not just any political doctrine that you were trying to go through with the with the with the critical theory. It was a race oriented approach. Gotcha. So like you could read any book that you wanted and you could approach it through a race standpoint, whether the book was dealing with that or not, whether it was a good subject or not. They are all good subjects because there's something to be said and to, to, to further that sort of thing. Right. Um, so this so, is wait, so so critical theory. You're you're starting with your ideals before you analyze something. Your analyzation is a vehicle to express your ideals. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then the critical race theory is your ideals about race is through that criticism. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And so there are also, there are all sorts of other subgroups, you know, gender, critical gender theory, critical feminism, all that sort of thing. All of that comes together. And eventually that all becomes intersectionality. I see. Where everybody's like, okay, we have to start acknowledging everybody's various um, injustices and, we can approach things from all these different angles of what, so what, mm-hmm. no matter what we're doing, we're talking about that sort of thing, right? right. Um, and that's what swept most of academia at this point, you know what I'm saying, where, like, they have stopped um, finding new insights into the actual things that they're critiquing as far as, like, art and literature and all that sort of stuff those tools are means to express their political ideology through, you know, whatever, critiquing these old, these old pieces, you know? So it's like a different, it's a totally different take on like that scholarship, on the scholarship piece, you know what I'm saying? Where it's turned academics into profitizers of various ideologies. Gotcha. Right. And you don't, you stop trying to make like, the humanities more like the sciences where you're trying to be like cold and critical and really see what's there and then go with what's there or go with what you thought the author's intention was or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Where you're trying to be rational and all that sort of thing. Right. And you combine that, that intersectionality and like that, that approach has now spread into all the people that are graduating with liberal arts and all the sort of thing, they have that like approach to everything that they come mm-hmm. to, right? Mm-hmm. And then you add that with the idea that of Marxism, that there's always one of the fundamental things about Marxism is there's always an us and them. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a, you're either an oppressed or the oppressor, mm-hmm. right? And you can't. You know, you have to prove that you're the oppressed thing or you're automatically defaulted into the enemy camp. Hmm. So it becomes like this constant reaffirming of who they are in order to stay on the safe side Hmm. of that line. Gotcha. Right? Because if you look at like Soviet Union, Cambodia, like all these, the most authoritarian regimes, but definitely communist regimes, which like communist regimes have taken more lives than all other reasons in the history of humanity. Right. I mean, compared to like people that are murdered because of religion, like communism, and this is over the history of humanity since we've been keeping records, communism like doubles that number. Wow. I mean, yeah, you got the Chinese revolution. Yeah. Millions. Russians. Russian revolution. I mean, millions. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's fucking crazy. It's yeah. crazy the number of people. Like compared to fascism, it's it like triples fascism's numbers. Interesting. Um but um this is um become into the point where you you make the other into the other and then you dehumanize them and once you dehumanize them, you can do whatever you want to them. You know, and you can treat their arguments in any way that you want to. Mm. And the way that you do that is you um purposely like subvert things that should be taken for granted you know what i'm saying like there's a point where 
somebody that wants to fix the society is different than somebody wants to replace the society and the culture completely. Mm -hmm. And once you've done that intersectionality thing where you realize that the oppression comes from all directions at all times, the only option is to tear the fucker down completely. And that's where woke showed up. The minute they started punching Nazis was the symbol like that they had given up trying to like you know what i'm saying they'd given up they, they'd accepted that the goal that they wanted is a just honorable utopia happy place that mm-hmm. they're going like they mm-hmm. want they, they actually do want good things you mm-hmm. know most of these folks on that side are good-hearted people that want the right thing for everyone mm-hmm. right they are compassionate good people and i'm right. not saying that they aren't right and they have their eye on the prize but when in the culture it became okay to start punching Nazis, and I know that's when it started. That was before any of the fucking riots or any of that sort of thing really yeah, began. Sure. When that started to be celebrated, you knew that the idea of we have to do what we have to do to get where we need to be, and we're okay with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it, it, you can see it in everything, like in the climate stuff. Like we have to do whatever we can do because it is time to just take action. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the same, it's it's the same across the board. Right. And that is what where woke appeared in right. the in the culture almost within. Like you can take the like the dude that ran up and punched Richard Spencer in the side of the head, mm-hmm. and the term woke showed up in my radar. It just about the same fucking week, couple weeks with it, yeah. right at that same time. Yeah, that is really where where it exploded. And as like that element of the left has grown, where like you know, whatever. There's no there's no like limit, really. Like it varies, but like it's getting like more and more shit is acceptable to get things done that need to get done. Mm-hmm. And that's what woke is. So, like, when they argue with you, there's no, like, they're just trying to make you mad. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're just trying to, like, obfuscate things. Yeah. You know, it's totally fine. And that's why they go with the constant level of just, I think that's why the media works in the way, I don't know how well it works, but one reason why, like, the MSNs and the CNNs and all those folks... There's like an unwritten agreement amongst like that really liberal educated group that we have to do the thing that we have to do to get where we're going. Right. So I will tolerate this stuff that like is obviously not completely like logically making sense. Yeah. Because we can't follow logic right now. We have to give the right message to get where we're going. Right. Stay on message. And that makes it logical to do the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that always drives me crazy. Like, how can someone that's logical watch the same thing that I'm watching and come to the conclusion that they come to? Right. And still feel good about themselves. Right. Right? Why are they not Darth Vader? It's because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have that extra level of, like, okay, well, I know that this isn't true, but there's a lot of dumb people Mm -hmm. out there that need to hear the right message because one thing that's common about, like, Marxism and all that stuff, there's always that elite group and the, the, the masses have to be, like, educated to understand what we're talking about, you know? Like you say, like what was the the super uh, the the the, buy, the the girls buying the black guy coffee? You know, right, because, yeah. because a black person can't afford coffee in the morning. Yeah, it's just a, like a weird yeah. racism and a weird superiority to people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like the intellectual elitism that comes with the critical theory thing. Right. Once you've been inundated. Like, you're in Washington, D.C., and, like, I know it's better for everybody else in the country because I'm in the I'm in the city where we run everything. Yeah. You know, and maybe there's an argument to be made for that sort of thing, but, like, that's definitely, a, a, like, a position of ego. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. And, like, the liberal 
academic elite has like that level of you know like when they talk about the republicans like they're not talking about these are folks that don't agree with us but they might also be smart too right right you know no like these are animals that like there might be some of them that we can convince of what's right but for the most part they're just like broken yeah you know yeah no there's there's been a fundamental flaw like a diversion well that's logic that's the thing you know like and i think that you if you really watch like the the right and the left that's one of the key differences like right now as far as the dialogue goes is there is an acceptance of the absolute just hatred of one like the democrats hate the republicans yeah and i don't feel the same thing back i mean the republicans definitely feel superior to the democrats but i feel like there's not like that level of just like you're trying to kill me right from the republicans you may be trying to like diddle my kids or do some crazy shit or whatever mm-hmm. but i don't feel like you are a threat to humanity yeah. at that core level Right. I mean it gets it gets pretty pretty bad. It gets it gets bad. I think mainly they just think that they're like incredibly misled and brainwashed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But they I don't think that they feel like the other side is inherently evil. No, I think they still understand cuz they have that sort of like, well, the common man is like good. They have that like baseline yeah. of like yeah. the every man, and know, they agree good. in a lot of ways. Like seriously, on a lot of at least in America, they agree on a lot of the same principles. Yeah. You know, still, yeah, you know, they're just like seriously like misled about how the like the world works, right? But they aren't. You see, that's the thing is like they that's part of like their philosophy is to make the other side feel that way. Mm. You know, that's kind of what that does. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think one other little key to the whole puzzle is when, do you remember, I think it was around the same time, but it was when words became violence. Yes. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. It was like right around that same time, maybe right before, but they were like, words are violence and so i'm going to be violent right back right you know right and that is a key tenet of like marxism right. as well yeah that there are like words can be punished like actions yeah yeah exactly and so which is you know they philosophically want, and, they, and, and they literally want less freedom you know like once you become like once you decide that words are violence yeah then there are certain words that are violence and you can't have those like right. so like your first amendment free speech thing right. automatically is an undesirable yeah. deal yeah i mean ideally you should have what they want is they want freedom of speech but they don't want people to ever break the unspoken code of what is right freedom of speech within like the Right. Yeah. Right. They want to be authoritarian, but they don't want to have to like spell it out for everybody. Right. Yeah. That would be the ideal. Yeah. Like Europe. Right. Like how Europe is. In, right in, now. in certain ways, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. how it felt there. Uh huh. But I don't speak the language. Um. But yeah, no, I think that that that's a key a key thing, and if you if we can focus on that and kind of break that down. Which is, I think, what a lot of you know intellectuals tried to do. They're like, well, right. no, that that's not true. Words aren't violence, and right. they were able to convince like a lot of young people of that because, well, I mean, words can hurt your feelings, right? And everyone's sure. been bullied or or you know something, and everyone's got insecurities, and it hurts. You know, mm-hmm. someone's like faggot. You know, you're right. like. Ah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, uh, it feels like, it doesn't feel good. So you're like, hey, yeah, like, it's like emotionally violent, sure. you know, no, or that's something. Under- that's, uh, yeah, that's for sure. You know, so I can see why impressionable people would be like, yeah, they, it is, it might as well be violence. But right. it's like, 
you it's almost like you have to have like a, a side by side like taste test okay have someone call you a faggot and then have someone punch you in the face right and which would you rather have happen kind of a thing right like wh- right. which would you rather have you know they're probably like probably the faggot part they're like that's the difference between violence and words sure you know sure one is like just you know they're they're very different like one and and one can leave psycho they both can leave psychological scars but the other one well now you've got a fractured radial fucking right you know ocular nerve thing or you know what i mean it active yeah it's it's definitely um like philosophically i get why we should be like look yeah words are important Words and, are and they're all and they like I like you say they're they both can be traumatic you know for sure yeah but there is definitely a line delineating like violence from like verbal violence yeah they're different yeah yeah and to not acknowledge that you are doing a couple things right you are um, excusing your behavior. <clears throat> It goes both ways, right? You say if you're saying that your enemy is using words, like you said before, that that are violence, then we can use actual violence to come after those words. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it justifies it because that equalizes the two things. And right. if you can obscure that line, then that makes that okay. And again, like that goes back to like we're going to have to do what we have to right. do in order to get that's why all of these and that's not just like really communism you know most mm-hmm. like most major political movements have that period of time yeah. that they have the people that have to do the thing that has to happen right and then they cleanse those fuckers out and then they're on the other side of it yeah. you know like the brown shirts of the of the nazis right. you know what i'm saying like they had those guys harass everybody, do everything, do all the dirty right. shit, you know, and then, like, one night they just got rid of all of them. If we could just have a clean start, man, it would be so easy. Mm-hmm. If we could just get rid of all the people who just, like, disagree and stuff, then we can get to the utopia. Well, you have to have, like, your expendables in your group, mm-hmm. right? And, like, who's Antifa? Yeah, right? they're the expendables, and, yeah. and Antifa are the people that, like, the left doesn't value, Right. right, they are like young white, fucked up dudes. Right, right, that are willing to go out there and do whatever. Right, mm-hmm. so like they're willing to do like that heavy lifting, dirty work of the beginning. Right, until it can all get codified and respectable people can do the same thing mm-hmm. without like having to. The, 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 they'll own city hall; they won't have to burn it down. Right, but they're going to have to clean that garbage out, even right. after after that garbage has cleaned everybody else out. Right. You see, yeah, you know, so like it's um, it's all kind of like the the system. It's just like Lenin had to get rid of Trotsky, oh, you know, did? and fucking assassinated that guy. Then Trotsky fled Russia and tried to live in Mexico, and Lenin went there and assassinated him. Whoa, because he was kind of like he was also Lenin's like competition, but he was also like the kind of get it done. Like we're gonna bring everybody to heel in Russia. Hmm. and, you know, make us into, like, a real, like, state. You know, do the dirty work. Yeah. You know, go burn, kill the farmers that don't want to, like, join the co-op and, like, what you know, run out the intellectuals and hunt them down and do all the things that we have to do to get this communist thing rolling, you know? Yeah. And then when he was done with that, you know, like... You either owe him too many. He knows too many secrets. You owe him. You owe him too many favors or whatever. Like you either got to put that dude in charge or you got to get rid of him. Yeah. And most of the time, the folks that are running it decide to get rid of him because they don't want to give up their power. Right. So yeah, and that's what'll happen if they, if it goes the way that they, they want it to go, which it's not going that well because everybody's fucking dumb. Right, yeah. You know, um, but they aren't as dumb as I, th- you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 just like one of those things that, like, I guess the realization for me with it is, like, if I'm arguing with them and trying to understand them, they are not operating on the same system that I'm operating under. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they they are motivated by different things, and if you recognize those different things that they're motivated, then they start to make sense. Dig? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because the thing that's always bothered me about it is like they don't make like rational sense. I can't use empathy to get in their mind right. and be like, okay, well, I may not agree with them, but I see like how they got here and why they are like trying to like better themselves or their lives or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, they can see how they're rational unto themselves. Yeah. Right. And like with most of the fucking super woke folks, I don't see how they're rational unto themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't seem like they're making good decisions for themselves as they're trying to d get whatever done they're they're trying to get done. Right, because it's not for themselves. It's like for the future. Right? Or it's like for themselves as they're written into textbooks in their imagined future. It's, yeah. Where it's, they're like, oh, like, we're the, we're the ones who have to, like, do the dirty work to get the stuff done. And we'll be written about as the people who made the sacrifice. It wasn't pretty, but we did it, you know. And they also like like low key despise themselves and things like that. You oh know? yeah, I'm saying like they are they're making choices that don't like affirm like who they are and like they're very much their um... yeah. Well, it goes with the whole like well I'm not like I don't fit in like so burn it down kind of a thing. Yes. Instead of yes. like try to like find a place where I like make sense and try to like work within the parameters of like what's been established, mm -hmm. like get rid of the idea of family, you know, because yeah, well, I'm not like one, attractive it's, it's, to women or it's whatever. One, <laughs> it's know? one of the institutions that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the fact that they feel that way is um, because they're. It's 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 an oppressive culture. Yeah. It's not that they're like a failure in a fair. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it's it's like the um. I don't know. It's like the gazelle like blaming the jungle because the lion ate it. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole system's unfair. No, it's a system, and sometimes lions eat gazelles just like you eat grass or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it sucks to be grass when it's being eaten by you. Right. But again, like it's. Um, just the way things are, and you don't try to do the best in like that real world. I know it is. It, I mean, it fucks with their. It's. I mean, I don't know if they're like. Well, that's how I can get around the empathy, you know, or I can like figure out like, oh man, you guys are, you know, you really aren't happy maybe with the cards that you've been dealt, or like with maybe who you are like what you're saying they're they loathe themselves mm -hmm. like in a in a serious way but maybe that's because you know in their minds and in in reality it's because of like you know the cards that they've been dealt you know like if you're like a i don't know if you're like a short fat effeminate dude you know who is like well, like, what's valued in society? You know, it's, you know, oh, it's not me. Like, oh, 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 you know. <laughs> like it just turns into like, a, it's oh. like an imitation of Brandon. Yeah, oh, oh, well, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's just not fair, you know, because I, I just eat and eat and nothing changes. I just start sweating at 60 degrees. Oh, and I can't, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, and, and so it's like, okay. The guy, you know, whoever this is, like, got bullied, and then he was, like, internalized it, and there mm -hmm. were some jocks who, like, you know, all this sort of shit. Society was, like, a little rough with him, um, you know, in some, like, post-Reagan era, like, jockery type shit. Sure. You know, and... Uh, and and so then he's like, you know, like, and instead of being like, I'll find my place, which I guess he, I don't know if he has, but like, instead of being like, well, you know, that wasn't good. I don't want to be that. 
but I also don't feel like I need to burn the whole thing down, you know, ideologically mm-hmm. speaking. But right. a lot of people uh-huh. like they've they feel rejected for one reason or another, mm-hmm. and then they're just doubling down on the rejection. So now I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all the dildos in my ass. <laughs> you know, I'll show them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to show you. But that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm going to show the world by dildoing my own ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, yeah. It's, it's, it's odd. Like it's I'll an punish, odd choice. I'll double down more. It's a weird Is punish- this what I am? It's, yeah. a, it's a weird punishment on this your assessors. Is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um. And so I feel, I do, like, feel bad because I'm like, oh, yeah, the shit's not fair. And like I can kind of like relate because like oh We're you back. know yeah. I should I should be six foot one you know and I should have hair you know kind of a thing but I don't and so you know God, God you know uh, yeah you know what I mean yeah it's not fair and you know I guess if if we were I guess um on those same things like I can relate like if I was dealt an even like maybe rougher genetic hand how i'd be like this isn't fair you know what i mean and i'd be like i need an outlet i need an outlet for how unfair this is <laughs> you know what i mean right and maybe not yeah. maybe it wouldn't be like dildoing my ass but it would be like <laughs> you know maybe it would be something like um you know trying to burn some down some buildings or, sure sure you know just being like real you know, directing the unfairness towards like fucking stupid, tall, blonde, white men, you know, because they are what I wish I was. Right. Kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know? That's it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, when I'm like rapping, I'm like, I can wrap my head around, like it's sad and it's, it's not like admirable, but it's also like very human, you know, but it is also how villains are made, you know? It's like the villain complex because you're like I'm. Yeah, you no, turn no, me you, into you this. You know who it is. You've read. You've read um, Frank Miller's Dark Knight. Like yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's the fucking Joker army in that. Yeah, totally. You know, and they're like all the people just like paint their face and they have mm-hmm. the green hair and they're just kind of like hanging out. Yeah, and occasionally they'll shoot some shit up or not or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, totally. And so I'm like, I don't think it's like a, you know, it, it's not a good beyond, thing. But they're beyond, like, it, yeah. It's, no, it, it's I agree. So... They're, they're, it's beyond the thing of where you can be like, hey, it's okay, or yeah, whatever the and, fuck. And, and I guess that woke is like where it reaches that point where you are like have internalized it to the point that it's your lifestyle to reject the greater culture as just corrupt yeah. or evil. Right. And so you're trying to like... So once you fully chunk, like flip over to like... and like Because a lot of it, the uncomfortableness is like the gray area where you're like, yeah, the U.S., boy, have we done some... You know, we've done some some suspect things if we're talking about us as a nation and, you know, capitalism. Oh, it's, sure. It's no, winning no, right now. Like, no. you know, you're in that gray area, but you're also like, ah, but it's the freest place in the world. And boy, there's some cool, nice people that I've met. Mm-hmm. And I guess it all sort of balances out, you know, but then you like chunk over. You're like, no, it's all terrible. Like you just think about the the the, the slaves and the women. They didn't get to vote for a while. Um, and the the gay people there, you know, but yeah, I don't yeah. know how you're still so angry. Well, it's, it's it's like a, it's it's a religion. I yeah, guess it's a religion. That's what it is. Like the woke thing means that it's now like a religion to me. Yeah, yeah. You know that I believe that um, I'm holy, and the other ones are the oppressors. And however that really like works out, everyone can have like their own particular like freakish version of like that woke mm-hmm. but that's that's what i think maybe that it has become like this pseudo religious um philosophy at that mm-hmm. point you know um yeah because it's it kind of breaks down into um 
you can see how they go after each other, you know. Well, yeah. In the sense that, like, they... Well, not only the virtue, the virtuing contest, which you see in every religion, of course, but, like, there is, like, this... Um, need to subvert like things that they actually want themselves you know what i'm saying if they see somebody else that has the thing that they don't have right if there's any little slip up by that person then right. they are immediately put into the other group right. you know because that keeps that religious fervor thing right you, know, you have to have somebody that you're burning on the burning on the stake pretty regularly to keep everybody at that level right. of religious fervor. Which, like, I get that. Like, I get it. Not from, not to that degree have I been in it, but I'm like, okay, like, I can identify points smaller and bigger in my life where I've been in that zone where I'm like, mm -hmm. that band is so fucking good. They fucking suck. I hate them. You know what I mean? Because I wish I was like that. Fuck yeah. those guys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's a very like natural human thing to be like confounded by like, okay, you see the thing that you want. You're overcome with like, oh, you're comparing yourself. You're overcome with like jealousy and, and like hatred and rage and like self-loathing. And you're like, ah, you know, and, and like a lot of people, they just get stuck in that. Rather than being like, okay, no, wait a second, like, all right, what's going on here? Like, why am I mad at this? That's good. Good for them. Good for them. And that means if they can do it, I can too, or something. I can do something like that too, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, that's like coming out on the other side of it. Right. You know? But, um, well, like, again, I think it's, it's not, it's not just that. I think that it's like taking that other person and like seeing them as human. Because you're doing the thing that they're doing where they're dehumanizing the other side. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what I'm you know saying. What I'm saying? They, they look at stuck. those people that we're jealous of and we're like, we're not thinking about really what their life is like and whether they're happy or not. Right. We just see it for all the things that we're not able to do in our life or right. like our, for whatever reason. You yeah. know, the fact that we got a fucking bunch of face tattoos a little bit too early in life and we right. made, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We can't do the thing that they want. Right. Um, and we're mad. Yeah. But they don't really ever ask, Is are those people any happier than I am or not? No. You know? No, no. Pr probably not. Like, that, if you get stuck in that zone, then that means you probably are not asking yourself that question. Right. It's, it's like the religious people that are just like, we're going in this city and we're killing all of the the muslims yeah right you know i mean that is like we are not looking at these muslims on an individual level like which ones are the good people and which ones are the bad people and we're getting rid of the bad ones right you know that's a different deal right you know you have to other the whole other group yes yeah no absolutely and uh and when both sides begin to other each other completely yeah that's when it's gonna, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. That's what it's going to. But you know what's funny is, like, since I've checked out of all this stuff, like, I'm still in it and I'm still just like, yeah, you're fucking, you guys are fucking nuts. But I've been able to just sort of, like, just, like, go ignore it. Ignore it. Yeah. And, but what's funny is, even after all that, and I'm, I'm, we might have talked about this when, like, me and Jess were here, but um, I came back to Portland. And I was telling this to Jess. I was like, you know what? I kind of miss these fucking kooky fuckers. <laughs> you know? I'm looking around. I'm like, uh -huh. that man has large breasts and a skirt and fucking weird hair. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. That's the craziest shit I've seen since coming back from Europe. And you know what? Only in the goddamn United States of America is that happening, baby. And it makes me kind of stoked because i'm like look this is this is individuality yeah it's at its ex extremes especially in places like portland and sure. whatnot and this is like the sort of mutation on both sides that we're gonna have to deal with when we we have a free a free cunch you know what i mean when we got a free cunch yeah and 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 
I think I prefer that to the like, oh, we all must wear a smart, a smart button-up tie and everything. You know, the sort of like, mm-hmm. like weird, sort of sheepish, like shocked into silence uh, vibe that you get in Europe. Because in Europe, it's like, you, not only is that like you do get some, you see like one or two people like that, you know, but it's like they went to hot topic and they bought the whole outfit and like all of those people look the same which i guess we have some of that here but i don't know i came back and i was like man this is you know even though portland's fucking annoying and and these people are really annoying Mm -hmm. there's something that like i was seeing it with new eyes and i'm sure i'll get annoyed about it again you know, but it was like, ah, like now I'm home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. it's and it's refreshing. And there's the guy in the tent shooting up. You know what I mean? Even though I did see a little bit of that in France. You know, yeah, just, just a little bit. Yeah. And there's some, like, there is some fucked up shit going on over there. Um. Ah, but yeah, you know, I, it was just kind of like, um, I think, I think we're gonna like. I'm not, not figure it out because I think it's just like the push and pull of like forever in a society, living in a society where you got all these different sorts of people. There's always going to be this push and pull mm-hmm, mm-hmm. between, well, we follow like you start graduate school and you either go to college, or you join the army and then you get married and like this sort of strict like tradition, like follow if everyone follows these rules you know, mm-hmm. and lives by the sure, book. Sure. Like we'll have a per, and then the people who are like, "Fuck that! I don't want to do that." I, you know, and mm-hmm. it's always gonna be a push and pull between those people, and that's just kind of like, you know, what we got to deal with. I think, like to an extent, sure, as as a country, and like I think we just got done with like a really like intense, fucked up like fever dream of a time with it. And I mean, I don't know, like, you know, cause I've got my, this is me just like talking more ideologically or, or like idealistically, um, because I haven't been in like the conspiracy shit. I haven't been following the news and I know if I looked at the news, it would switch on my conspiracy brain and I'd be like, up oh, here's where they're like shoving all this, 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 yeah. and this down yeah. our throats. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, it's, we're being corralled into the fucking new, new fucking world order and all this sort of shit. And, uh, you know, it would get like pretty doomy and gloomy, but you know, when I don't pay attention to that, it's weird how it all goes away. Kind of. You know, well, um, or it's just not as big of a thing before the before the reason like the reason why Abraham Lincoln became president um, was not because he was the most um, that he that the Republican Party and the abolitionists were the most popular people in 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 the election. It was because there were two there were two Democratic candidates that year, and one of them was. Um, just a regular guy and the other one like his argument was like we're going to solve this slavery issue by just ignoring it you know just like yeah. that's the solution we're just not just not going to talk about it you know like we're just like just not going to deal with it you know like we're just going to like leave everything the way it is and mm-hmm. we're just going to deal with all this other stuff that we needs to be dealt with you know mm-hmm. and that's why Abraham Lincoln won is because the democratic vote was split between those two uh, groups right um and I think that, like, and and all those people that were in that group that wanted to just ignore slavery, um, and tried to ignore slavery, probably in their day to day lives, um, those folks all fucking died just like everybody else did in the fucking Civil War, right? You know, so like you can separate yourself from it to some degree, mm-hmm. and it might be even the wisest thing to do in in that. I guess is the fact that you live your best years the best that you can and when it goes to shit then you just are dealing with that. You just deal with what you have to deal with when you have to deal with it. Yeah. That might be best. I mean, I don't know, like because I know where I stand. I'm I'm waiting to hear some new arguments. I don't hear anything new whenever I check back in. I'm right, like, okay, right, these people right. are saying the same thing. These people are saying the same thing. Right, I know right. where I stand with all of this at this right, point because right. I, I spent like you know four years, like we all did, like really fucking like what is, what do I believe? You know, uh-huh. do I agree with this giant orange man? You know, or <laughs> or do I agree with these like whiny fat 
like fucking Teletubbies, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, they're, I don't like either one, I, I don't think, too much, you know? So I got to guess, I guess I got to pick and choose, you know? Sure. Yeah, I think everyone should be able to, like, do what they want as long as they're not hurting people. But I don't think you should be able to, you know, you probably shouldn't give kids fucking hormones, you know, ah, because you have drug, you know, I mean, like, everyone gets to, like, sort of pick and choose from the smorgasbord, and, um, I don't know, until there's, like, new information, there's, like, a new thing where I'm like, okay, consider this, you know, this uh-huh. guy, this guy's saying, <laughs> yes, guns, yes, like, gay people's fine, no abortions, Yes, we, you know, I don't, I'm not saying whatever, this is what whatever, I want. Whatever, whatever the thing yeah. is where it's like, oh, this is a new take, I do think, sure. you know? Sure, But until then, I'm like, I've just, what's new? We're just doing the same thing again, and, and we're just going to argue the same points and, and dig our heels in more and more, you know? Unless someone can find, like, a clever little, like, okay, like, I'll give you, I'll give you your trans bathrooms if you give me no hormones for kids. Right, you right, know what I mean? Right, right. I'm like, okay. Right. All right. You know, maybe now we're I, talking. <laughs> I think I think that I, I see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, um, but at the same time, like, that's not how change is made in society. And, like, young men, young men plant trees that, you know, however that goes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're, you're, you're working, you're working towards that. To try to make it better, hopefully a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. At least through your like day to day conversations with the people in your life. Yeah, you know. And I think like being well informed of like current events. Like I don't think that you're gonna like change any of the big like arguments that are going on like right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it's important to, like, keep abreast of, like, because it's constantly in change. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it can take, like, um, from a 50,000-foot from a, from a perspective, it doesn't look like it's changing at all. But if you can take a closer look at some of this stuff, then, like, you can maybe take an action that will at least push your friends and you know what I'm saying like save like some of the friends and neighbors around you by talking like some sort of reasonable shit mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. I mean that's how you that's how you stop it on a nationwide level is you get a bunch of people that are like logical but paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you're not tuned in at all and you can't speak to it then people don't pay attention to you. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then that takes, like, the wisdom that you have, and I know that you have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you have made up your minds, and you are, like, kind of a morally grounded person, and you know, like, what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you get into those party conversations with people, and you don't know, like, the little the intricacies of whatever it is, then your authority is undercut. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, as a powerful, important person in society, you should try to alleviate that as much as possible. And, like, you're not responsible to be, like, interested in that stuff, right? Right. Ever. But you are responsible to be, like, worldly enough, which I think you are. I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying, I, this is just in general. No, I no, think, I know what you're saying. I yeah. think you personally are, like, up on it enough that you know kind of what the major things are going on. Um. But, but like the more you can do that, the more credibility that you have to, you know, make an influence, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that's like what powerful, smart people should do. Yeah. They shouldn't be like depressed in a basement somewhere. Right. You know, like you got to get out there and that's how like you really, the people change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not, like you say, no one's ever been convinced of anything on the internet. Right, yeah, totally. Ever, you yeah. know, but people change all the time, and it's yeah. usually, like, one-on-one. Yeah, and I, I have to keep reminding myself that, you know, because that's what I thought and felt throughout, like, the whole COVID thing, right? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go, and I'm just going to keep talking to people. I'm going to keep being like, I know what the, I know what they're saying, but I'm just, I, I feel, like, 
oh, this is dumb. Sure. sure. You know, I feel and like now you're being proven right, just left and right. Yeah, but right, I'm, right. I have to remind myself, you will never get the satisfaction that you want. You know, but again, like you know, you have to old man plant trees for young men to sit in their shade when they grow right. up. That's what it is. That's it. Yeah. Like, there's no part of the contract that says you're going to get paid back or feel good about it. I know, it. I know, I know, and I'm realizing right? that, and I, I'm just, like, now accepting that, and I have to be like, okay, accept and understand this, and then just move on without expecting that, and then it'll and be then fine. You're, and then you'll become a man. Right. Because that's what being a man is. Right, yeah. Like, I'm going to go do the thing, and, like, I may get thanked, I may not get thanked, but mm-hmm. I have to go do the thing because right. that's what I do. right. Just do what needs to be done. Right. And that's fucking sick. Right. And that's what being a man is. That is. Yeah. So so I'm I I'm I'm just now I like learned that lesson. You know what I mean? Because I oh, do yeah. I do feel like I I was like We're in we're in know. the age of the thirty year old thirty year childhood. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you're and you're just like coming out of like puberty. I know. I'm going through my second puberty. Well, it's been one long one. Yeah. I mean, it's like been whatever. I mean, I like to think of it as a second puberty. Fourteen years of puberty now. Yeah. Well, there was the physical puberty, right? And then there's the, the mental, emotional, the emotional, emotional puberty, mental fu- puberty. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, just now growing. Just starting to kind of. I'm just now growing, like fully growing, uh, an emotional. The balls are about to drop. An emotional the balls ball are about drop. To drop soon. Yeah, yeah for sure. an emotional bush. You know, I've got like pubes, <laughs> emotional pubes now. <laughs> just a few peeking out, but they're coming. No, it's, it's getting thi- it's getting it's thicker. Yeah, it's going to be like, full now in a yeah. couple years. <laughs> It'll be good. But I do think that that's what happened to you. That you just had like you just. You just stumbled into a longer childhood than most than most people in my generation were allowed to yeah. have. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's weird, though, because I, like, I fought for it. No, yours is a ridiculously longer, not ridiculously, but it, you have stretched out longer than a lot of your contemporaries. Like I say, like your generation is kind of like one of those half-z generations, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, where some of them kind of took more my generation's route where mm-hmm. they were like by the time they were your age they have a couple kids and yeah. they're doing their thing right. like there are those that are out there for sure mm-hmm. i think of the kids that are 10 years younger than you like that is a lot smaller percentage mm-hmm. i mean drastically probably sure. yeah you know because they're pushing it out again right and you like yeah you worked it yeah, yeah. You worked it. You weren't wanting to become like one of the settle down people. Yeah. But like if you'd grown up in born in 1970 or late 60s, mm-hmm. right? You could have like worked it all you want. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But like your parents would have been like, um, I don't know where you're going to live. Right. You know, good luck. Good luck to you. You're right. gonna go get a job at a fucking burger place. You know what I'm saying, well, or whatever it is. But like, I mean, like they they did do that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. my parents did do that they were like well i mean you can live here but do you have eight hundred dollars a month to pay rent you know I was like, you can't make me pay rent in my own home i'm moving out and then i you know what i mean and then i slept on couches for a while and then i fucking figured some shit out uh-huh you know and so i'm like i got a little bit of that and i you did still get a little bit of that and i still fought for still being a kid like I got jobs that like a fucking dumb kid would like and I wanted them you know Mm -hmm. like fucking rolling joints at a dispensary sure and being like I made it you know I fucking made it got my joint I'm getting paid Mm -hmm. to roll joints right and I just like bullshit with people and listen to podcasts you know and then I go home and I make my music like I've made it you know, I dare say that you um, were still living in something of a fantasy land at that point. Oh, I was. Yeah, because I don't. If, yeah, I mean, like I'm talking about like 2015, like Zion, like when I mean, yeah, but, but, but even still, like with Collective, you know. Yeah, I just don't know anyone that can support themselves without like having like some sort of. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. What do you mean support? What are you What are you talking about? What are you about to say? <laughs> No, you just have a you have a safety you have a safety net. Oh yeah. You no, know, know that like um I had two for sure. Yeah. You know, um and that makes it different. No, you're right. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I had the I had the safety of being able to just sort of float and not really try too hard 
I guess. Even I mean, though like, I didn't like, like going back and living with my parents would have like I. Didn't I mean, I remember that. that I was a real hot shot, and then I remember my dad would be like, "I'm paying your insurance on your car," right? And I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I guess I guess I'm not that cool." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, he's like, "Yeah, you wouldn't be doing any of that fun stuff if you're paying all your bills, would you?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And right. then I'd have to be like, "Oh, yeah, I guess I'm not that." Yeah. That awesome. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember, like, how much I had to work and how much I had to make to finally, like, when I got to the point that I was making all my bills. Right. You know? Yeah. And, like, actually, like, had enough to, like, get it, kind of have it, get it going. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever I needed anything, I could kind of do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. sort of deal. Like, that's a phenomenal amount of bullshit that you have to go through to right. get to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And so, like, just like I did for a lot of longer than I probably should have. Like, I went to college forever and just mm-hmm. took, like, fucking bullshit jobs mm-hmm. and decided I was going to, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's a luxury that a lot of folks wouldn't or couldn't take. Right. You know, it's some interesting choices. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it seems like it's panning out for you. I, I feel like it's it's yeah, I mean you're hell of a lot you're hell of a lot more supportive of yourself uh, doing what you want to do than I ever was in my entire life at this point right now. How long it will last, who knows? Yeah. But like again, like it's just to even like hit it for a while is pretty good. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm very I'm very grateful. I'm fucking paid for that trip to Europe you know yeah dude I mean like seriously like yeah even if you can do it for like three or four years yeah um that's fucking impressive yeah there's a lot of folks that have like names that you would know that you would say that could do it for three or four years you know what I mean yeah yeah no thanks I I'm stoked but I'm also like alright I I know that it's on that thing of like alright I need to it's just rock, it's just it. it's just rock and hip hop music. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how long do those projects last? Right, usually. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you might be the exception, but there's a reason why we know the exceptions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because most of them have like a shelf life of a certain amount of time. Yeah. Because you're only young and hot and cool for a chunk right. of time and then it turns into grandpa rap right which unfortunately it doesn't look like we're gonna have time oh, for because we are at like i'm getting like the the fucking message and yeah. we're at like 106 right now benny well so my, my woke thing my woke thing took you the smoke hole. screened it uh, i'm sorry big I old woke i hope it woke screen woke screen yeah i hope that it didn't it didn't um didn't ruin your day no it's okay i'm still gonna show it to you Okay, yeah, no, we can still watch it before I make you take your Europe, your, your countries of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can watch some Grandpa rap battle. Yeah, that'll be a nice breakup. Yeah, be Okay, well, we we, we we love everybody, and we we yes, wish we them do. all we wish them all well. Don't yes, we, don't indeed. We spend any, oh yeah. Don't we, don't we wish you very well. All right, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.